Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up out of bed to pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 147, verses 12 through 20. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates. He blesses your children within you. He grants peace within your borders. He fills you with the finest of wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He hurls down hail like crumbs. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He makes his wind blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statues and ordinances to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his ordinances. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. For learning about wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for gaining instruction in wise dealing, righteousness, justice, and equity, to teach shrewdness to the simple, knowledge and prudence to the young. Let the wise also hear and gain in learning, and the discerning acquire skill, to understand a proverb and a figure, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. James chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. Who is wise and understanding among you? Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. Here ends the reading. For the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine ladies dancing. Um, I'm not sure what the nine is supposed to be for in the old um, Catholic hymn. Um, I think I mentioned yesterday that 12 days of Christmas and its gifts are code for different facets of uh, Christian uh, tradition and scripture and doctrine, Um, 12 tribes of Israel, 12 days between Christmas and Epiphany. Um, The reading today, um, we return, uh, since it's not New Year's Day anymore, we return back to Psalm 147, which we read on Monday. 
Um, and then we have a, a proverb and a reading from the letter of James. Um, and it's about wisdom. And uh, one thing that really frustrates me, and this is, uh, this has been going on for, man, well, since I was in seminary. Um, and I think I've spoken to several friends about this, but I'm, uh, I had the sense many times in seminary that I was expected or um, asked to be the teacher instead of the student. A lot of professors, um, staff, um, scholars would ask me for advice and guidance um, on soldiers, on the military. Um, some of these requests were, um, I don't know, cons- you know, appropriate. Um, I know several professors asked me, say, you know, I'm doing this thing and I know you have this experience and I imagine you um, have some value, valid points of view. I want to make sure I touch all my bases. And other times, frankly, it was um, people uh, with, who were paid a lot of money to provide complicated solutions to complicated problems would just kind of expect me to respond to requests they received from soldiers and veterans about theological matters, about um, pastoral stuff. Um, And despite all that, I kind of got shit on for several years in seminary and then after as I started to advocate for veterans and kind of showed people that I had a mind of my own and I wasn't just going to kind of parrot whatever ideological frame of reference that they had, you know, jumped on board. And so reading wisdom today, um, Proverbs and um, the, the letter of James on the two different kinds of wisdom um, was actually really helpful. It's, the new year for me is always difficult, uh, or it has been lately since I, um, since I left North Carolina and even while I was still there. Um, and I... Uh, it, I appreciated reading this today about this being the the reading for today um, because um, it's just something I think I needed and I say that in light of being asked or or expected to help other people who are supposed to be smarter than me and who are paid and who were not paying me or compensating me for any training or experience um, or time that I was providing to them is kind of a recurring theme in the last several years, whether that's um, uh, popular nonprofits or uh, para-ministry kind of things or, um, you know, high-paid scholars. Um, it's been a recurring thing that, um, that I am... My uh, training and experience um, and advice is sought privately, but publicly, when things start to hit the fan, nobody was able or willing to stand up for me. And that, especially at the end of the year, is we're supposed to be thinking about how to become better people and looking towards the new year to be this great time of change. I frankly don't see anything changing, and it's been really difficult. Um, And I think a lot of, I know my experience has been that the, the valid and valuable gifts that I wanted to provide and that I did provide were erased or minimized or ignored 
um, or simply stolen by people who should know better and who did know better. Um, And this podcast, I was was telling um, some friends like, you know, I'll drop F-bombs and I'm kind of taking these stupid white, you know, kid gloves off because I'm sick and tired of fitting into other people's boxes. Um, and the more I, I open my eyes uh, with a kind of critical, um, yeah, a, a critical eye, like in terms of race and critical race and gender theory and trying to look below and beneath um, and behind some of the the way that some of these things present themselves, the more I, I look into uh, the history of the church and the history of the military, there's a lot of uh, great things that I find. Um, and so today, in terms of wisdom, I'm hoping to encourage other soldiers and veterans, military spouses and families, communities, um, military congregations, um, in within the wider civilian world to have faith in your own understanding. Um, to trust that you actually have something of value to contribute, um, that um, you're not damaged goods, that the way you see the world is appropriate and reasonable in light of unreasonable circumstances. And so the, I typically do a prayer or a collect. Um, sometimes I do a poem. I've done one or two, and I'm going to try and do more. What you'll hear in a second is a poem by Walt Whitman, who to my knowledge never himself served in the Civil War, um, but he did have, uh, I think each of his brothers served in, this, in the Civil War in the Union side, and he wrote uh, a large collection of poetry um, around the theme of the war, Civil War, um, and I was rather relieved tonight as I was looking for things to pray in light of the reading to find a poem that spoke to an experience that I had with a certain civilian, actually several certain civilians, who, uh, for whom it's easier to walk away from um, whatever validity or um, dignity that I have distinctly as a soldier or as a veteran. They find it easy um, to just walk away, and they, they walk away under cover of the allegation that uh, or the assumption or the claim, and sometimes this is explicit, sometimes it's implicit, but it's very clear that, well, he's just an angry veteran, well, he's got PTSD, well, he's war-torn, well, um, he's just emotional or he's threatening or whatever. I mean, fucking ridiculous bullshit excuses. And here's this civ- technically a civilian, Walt Whitman, um, who never, that I know of, wore the uniform himself, is writing in a way, uh, to other civilians um, through the mindset of somebody who has been to war and somebody who has um, had these experiences that we think are only negative, that typically progressives think are only negative and conservatives think are only positive. Um, And there's something beneath the surface to that, that this podcast, um, the the work in, in general of Pew Pew HQ, I hope, is trying to get at, um, to try and push people, uh, to push back against the, the boxes and the categories and the stereotypes and the caricatures that we try and put soldiers and veterans into. So you'll hear uh, briefly from Walt Whitman before we close out, but I, I look forward to 2019 and what it has to hold for uh, for this podcast, for um, 
but most importantly, all the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country trying to figure out what it means to love and serve both God and country. Poem to a Certain Civilian by Walt Whitman Did you ask dolcet rhymes from me? Did you seek the civilian's peaceful and languishing rhymes? Did you find that I sang erewhile so hard to follow? Why, I was not singing erewhile for you to follow, to understand, nor am I now. I have been born of the same as the war was born. The drum corps' rattle is ever to me sweet music. I love well the martial dirge with slow wail and convulsive throb leading the officer's funeral. What to such as you, anyhow, such a poet as I? Therefore leave my works, and go lull yourself with what you can understand and with piano tunes. For I lull nobody, and you will never understand me. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.